In this episode, we look at how to build self-awareness. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and self-awareness is one of the most important requirements to creating consistent, long-term change in your life. After all, if you want to create change, then you need to know what areas you're weakest in, both in terms of your larger goals and your daily actions. But developing this self-awareness can be really difficult or just take an enormous amount of time. And there really aren't that many strategies for actually building it. So what can we do? Well, I recently had a phenomenal conversation with a gentleman by the name of Chris Winfield Bloom. He's the founder of an app called My Reflections, which you can find at myreflections.app. And he makes the argument that self-reflection, that is the practice of deliberately sitting down and taking stock of where you're at and what you could do better, is the key to developing that self-awareness. And after our conversation, I have to say, I think he's right. Now, you can listen to that full interview right now. It's available right now, but it's only available for paid subscribers. To join, all you have to do is click the link in the description of this episode or go to www.tlbc.co slash join. But in this episode, I want to go through a recent article he published that's titled Simple Steps to Start Your Reflection Journey Today. It's a great piece that really breaks down the step-by-step process to building a self-reflection habit that I think you'll get enormous value from and will ultimately help you build self-awareness. Let's jump into it. Self-reflection is, quote, the deliberate act of considering decisions, actions, and outcomes with the intent of learning from them for personal or professional development, improvement, and growth, end quote. How reflection actually works is succinctly explained via the action, observation, reflection model, or spiral of experience. When found in a situation, we make decisions that lead to actions that have observable outcomes, both positive and negative. When reflecting on those outcomes, we can refine our future decisions to achieve better outcomes. Also, research into the psychology behind decision-making found that when we're under stress, we tend to make decisions based on our experiences, as opposed to when stress levels are lower, when we have a natural inclination to explore analytical and creative solutions to our problems. Self-reflection is a way of increasing your experience gained from every situation and ensuring that you can make the best possible decisions in the future. However, despite academic research supporting the hypothesis that self-reflection can lead to a greater appreciation of self and improve your decision-making processes in common situations, it's often overlooked or neglected. Talking to many people about reflection, a large number simply don't know how to start 
So I've put together these simple steps for you to get started. And if you follow along, you'll be taking a big step on your journey of reflection and self-improvement. Number one, don't overthink it. Self-reflection does not need to be a deep emotional evaluation of oneself and everything going on in your life. Although you can reflect on any aspect of your life, you should start simple and work your way to deeper thoughts and considerations. Also, ensure that when completing a reflection, you are conscious to finish with a sense of accomplishment, at bare minimum, to have gained experience that you can apply to future situations. Finally, there is a tendency to get caught up in your feelings while reflecting, but I encourage a more pragmatic approach. Try asking yourself, what did you do well? What could you do better? What adjustments do you need to make? Number two, keep notes. Reflection is best done close to the outcomes that you're observing, but that's not always practical. So throughout the day, I encourage you to take notes so that you can come back and reflect in a more structured and meaningful way when you do have the time. Using this approach will allow you to capture critical information related to the situation, decisions, and their outcomes that can then be used for a more in-depth reflection or analysis at a more suitable time. I call these deep dives. Implementing these processes in your reflection habits can positively influence the way that you reflect because you'll have reflection triggers to focus on during your reflection session, and it takes the anxiety out of missing reflection opportunities throughout the day. Number three, fully commit to your reflections, the good, the bad, and everything in between. Do not fall into the trap of only reflecting on negative situations and outcomes. Not only is it likely to bring your energy down, but there are also significant benefits to reflecting and adjusting positive outcomes too. Simply put, if an activity, project, or event is significant to you or your career, then you should reflect on it. Make that commitment to yourself. Here's some examples of recent activities that I took the time to reflect on. Last night's sleep. With a one-year-old, this has become a regular point of reflection for me recently. A roadmap review, a recent interview I did, a technical specification that I completed. These are not deep in nature and should be easy enough for anybody to start reflecting on similar activities in their lives. And number four, allow yourself the time to reflect Try to be realistic about how much time you need to reflect effectively as close to your activities as possible. It can be overwhelming to try to allocate time after every activity throughout the day, but you can start by identifying significant meetings or tasks and book time after them for reflection so you can't be booked back to back for other meetings. Making use of your common downtime, such as coffee breaks for reflection. Considering your reflection and investment. If it means that you work or stay up 20 minutes longer, it's a great investment in yourself and will likely save that time next week by making better decisions. If you can commit yourself to work on these four steps, you are going to be well on your way to building a great framework for self-improvement using your newly developed reflection habits. So again, that was an article by Chris Winfield Bloom. He's the founder of My Reflections, uh, which you can find at myreflections.com. 
app. And he's also my guest for this week's paid interview. Again, if you want to hear that full conversation, it's about 45 minutes long. We cover everything from self-awareness to building habits to how to uh, push through when you are trying to do reflection while also in a very sort of emotional place. Uh, You can sign up for access to that and all of my weekly interviews by going to tlbc.co slash join or click the link in the description of this episode. Now, I want to review this article really quickly. There are four steps here. The first is to not overthink it. And I think this is so critical. This is true for any part of our lives. We try to create change. We try to build habits. We try to uh, accomplish goals. And we put so much thought, so much effort into just figuring out what we should do next. When in actuality, the first step is always going to be the same. It's always going to be do something. Take any action. Start wherever you are. Whatever that means for you. You just need to start. Self-reflection doesn't have to be deep. As, as Chris says, it doesn't have to be uh, this super emotional evaluation of yourself. And you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to follow a perfect system. You just need to do something that could be as simple as sitting down with a pen and paper and writing one line. It, it, it could be as simple as that. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Just start. Uh, This is such a critical skill for developing self-awareness that it's more important that you get started than it is that you do it perfectly. His second point was that you need to keep notes. And, And so this is sort of a way to make the habit easier because it can take a lot of time. If you are trying to reflect after every single significant moment in your life, it's going to take up a lot of time. Taking notes throughout the day and then visiting those notes at the end of the day not only helps you to keep track of everything and and make sure that you, you have the opportunity to reflect on those things, but it also allows you to be selective at the end of the day about what you're going to reflect on. What are the things on that list at the end of the day that truly hold value in sitting down and looking at. His third advice was to fully commit to your reflections, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And I could not agree more. It's so very easy and so very straightforward to uh, start just looking at the things you're doing wrong. And then you get into this cycle of feeling like you're constantly just not good enough. You're constantly screwing up because you're ignoring all the things that you did well. So reflect on the things that you did well. Also reflect on the good things, reflect on how they made you feel, reflect on what you did right, reflect on what you want to repeat, spend time in the positive just as much as you spend time in the potential negative. And at the end of the day, remove emotion from all of it so that you aren't adding any color to these reflections. You're simply looking at the facts of the situation and trying to decide what happens next as a result of those facts. And then finally, allow yourself the time to reflect, allow yourself the space to reflect, find where it fits in. If you want to stack it onto another habit, that's totally fine. If you want to schedule it for the same time every day, that's totally fine. Whatever strategy you need to go about finding that time for, find it, make that time a priority, prioritize it over other things if you need to, if uh, obviously if those things can be pushed, but make that reflection time a priority because in the long haul and in, in the long game that we are all trying to play in this thing called life, 
spending that time reflecting, spending that time developing self-awareness, spending that time improving little by little every single week, every single day, that's what's going to get you where you want to go. That's what's going to help you. That is the tiny leaps approach. So I encourage you to uh, connect with Chris. You can find him on Instagram or Twitter. Both of those links are in the description of this episode, as well as links to his website. And I also encourage you again to listen to the full conversation with him. You can head over to tlbc.co slash join to become a paid subscriber for just $5, or you can click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah.